Are you ready for some more XFL? Welcome back to XFL Extra, the podcast brought to you by XFLboard.com. I'm your host, Mark Nelson, and this is our fourth podcast. Players have now been told the dates of the XFL draft, and it is coming up in just over two weeks on October 15th and 16th. Since we don't know many other details of the draft yet, today we are focused on players. In this podcast, we will introduce two guests. Kalise Robertson and Quincy Redman. Both of these young men are players who have been invited to the upcoming XFL draft. We will discover that they have a lot in common. Both are very excited about the XFL. Both are more than ready to go. And both are clamoring for an opportunity to show how they can play professional football. I call this podcast Empowering Players. It's about tapping into the vast pool of football player talent that is out there and putting them on a football field. Let's get started. We'd like to welcome Kalis Robertson to the podcast. He is a talented football player who played his college ball as a tight end with the Alabama A&M Bulldogs. Now he has been invited to the XFL draft. Welcome, Kalis. Hey, how you doing, man? Well, I'm great. You've just been invited to the XFL draft, and you've just been told it's going to happen in about two weeks? Yes, sir, on October the 15th through the 16th. Well, that's kind of exciting. So so that'll be the time when you know for sure that you've been uh, drafted into the XFL and been invited, and you will be invited to a, a training camp. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Actually, I've been having a couple coaches from a couple teams reach out to me and my agent. So we're very excited to see where I land because they um like day by day now like every time every time I wake up in the morning I have a text or a call from someone that's telling me okay we're coached from here this place from Seattle or something like that or some from somewhere at least somewhere and they're just um just explaining to me the process of the draft and they um. They're very interested in me, and they, I'm on their draft boards and stuff like that. And they're just looking forward to um, this process and looking forward to drafting me. So it's whatever teams pull the card first, I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm very excited to see who's who's going to get me first. Well, that's exciting. So coaches have been reaching out, and they recognize that there's some interest in, in your skills. Yes, sir. Definitely, man. I'm, 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 just, I'm, I'm just blessed because I'm a hard worker, man, and I – and I guess they see it, man. When they cut on my film, when they look at my, when they look at my Instagram, they look at my Twitter. They see the hard work I put in, the love I got, the passion I have for this sport. And they see, man, I can make their team ten times better, man. Whoever get me, man. Well, that's great to hear. Uh, so you played uh, in uh, college. You played uh, tight end, and I understand you played halfback as well. Yes, sir. I played um, H back as in like an H back, like the backfield tight end. Right. Um. I also well, we also well, I played both, but I was kind of because I had another tight end that both played, and we both was a uh, mismatch on the field when we both was on the field. 
And I got a lot of time playing H-back, but I can play tight end, too. I can move out to the slot because I can run. I've run real well. I ran a 4-6 flat in my 40 at my pro day. And I got the skills as a wide receiver, and I can block as a tight end. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty skilled. Play different positions. Different positions. I love special teams. I'm just a hard worker when I'm on the field, and you'll notice. Yeah, I saw I saw a video of you, uh, a highlight video of you playing special teams <laughs> on, oh, yeah, uh, on online. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love to run down there to tackle, man. I love to get physical, man. I well, love it. And uh, the XFL will be having uh, kickoffs and uh, uh, in their games, so I mean, in punts as well. So lots of lots of chances to run down the field and tackle somebody. Oh yeah, I had one coach from one team tell me he called and told me, man. You playing? You are playing special teams. You're gonna be my captain on my special teams. He actually told me that you're gonna be my captain on my special teams. I seen your film. I watched your film, and you want heck of a player on special teams. That's why I had one coach told me. Well, that's great. So this is exciting for you. So you grew up in uh, uh, where did you grow up in Tuscaloosa, Alabama? Yeah, yeah, that's my hometown. I grew up in Tuscaloosa, and I um, moved to Huntsville because I was on scholarship to play ball and in Huntsville, Alabama, and but I'm from Tuscaloosa, so pretty much I've been surrounded around football all my life. I've been, ever since I was little, I'll attend the Alabama games and just wanted to get on the field, even though I wasn't able to play with Alabama, but it still was a great experience because I have also have former teammates in high school that played with Alabama that went on to the NFL and stuff like that, so I still got this, the experience with them. Alabama is all about football, isn't it? Definitely. All about football. You think of Alabama, you know Alabama football. That's right. That's right. I also uh, saw a highlight of you in uh, in the Magic City Classic in 2016, and you managed to score the two-point conversion that you guys needed to tie the game. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. That was, that, was, that was a moment I'll never forget because we needed it. And I know um, we, just, we just go on a jet sweep, and my coach was like, Kalo. I'm coming to you, Kalo. We need it. And so he called my number, and he always told me, man, big-time players make big-time plays in big-time situations. And I know I knew my number was being called, so I had to make the play. And it, and it happened. And we happened to go to – um, we got the two-point conversion. We happened to go to overtime and end up winning overtime. Then you went in overtime. Yeah, definitely. Um, Since I was a freshman, the Mad City Classic was always a big game for me because it's close to my hometown, Birmingham. So it's right there by Tuscaloosa. So all my family used to come, all my friends and stuff, and it was on TV. So we had a lot of people tuning in watching it. And ever since I was a freshman year, I made a big play every time I played in the Magic City Classic. I have a big play every year. Every year I have a big play in the Magic City Classic. Good memories, I'm sure. I noticed, I think you mentioned that you ran the 40 and 4.68 at uh, the FSC yes. Combine, uh, and you were top three of all tight ends. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I, I took a lot of time of training on my um, pro day. I trained hard, actually. And I was just, um, that's one thing I always had that helped me out was my speed. I could kind of, I'm kind of fast. I'm pretty fast for my um, speed and for a tight end. So I make, I have, I give linebackers kind of trouble, linebackers and safeties trouble. Because I got long legs, I could run past them. I got great route running and stuff like that. And yeah, that put me having that time put me as um top tight end in the FCS that year. So how do you stay in shape? 
Um, pretty much. <laughs> People say they see me, I work out a lot, but sometimes I don't work out a lot. I just kind of do the little things to keep my body going. I don't want to get complacent sometimes, or I don't want to over overwork myself. So some days I lift hard and I run a lot. Some days I lift, I lift um easy or I run easy. So I kind of switch it up and stuff like that. So I kind of, also I do yoga. People don't understand the little things matter. So I do yoga to keep my body in flexible, so I can stay flexible. Sometimes I get in the pool. So that's, that's more conditioning and cardio too, also. So yoga, the pool, weightlifting. Yeah, and just running on the field. Just, just the little things. People don't understand the little things can also help you in the long run. The XFL draft is in just over two weeks. And my understanding that after the draft, there'll be a 16-day mini camp in December and then a training camp in January. So are you ready for all this? Yeah, man, I'm definitely ready, man. I've been waiting to play some pro football for the longest. I mean, I had at first, um, I had got brought on with the AFF Birmingham. Right. And I got brought on, and I was getting ready to play and stuff like that. And the next, the next couple of days to leave folded. Oh, so they yeah. kind of, I was kind of upset with that. So I went to um, New York and um, played a little bit of a little bit of arena stuff with that. Just working on the little things because New York, I mean, arena ball is good and all, but yeah, I just worked on the little things, what I need to work on, just getting better in my game. And so I came back home to train for the SFL and stuff like that because I knew it was coming up. So I knew this was a big opportunity for me to big opportunity for me to um show my um skills. And here we go. Um from back then from that back then to this day, um I've been working for the SFL and I'm definitely ready for it, man. I'm I'm pretty I'm so pumped up and ready, man. Just ready to showcase my talent, man. Yeah, I can tell. I can I can tell you're pumped up. That's that's great. Um which team are you hoping to be selected by? Um, I gotta <laughs> I got a couple good teams. Um, I don't really want to say, man. I don't right. really want to put it out there yet. But I know I got a, I got a good number. Half, I got a, I know I'm on half of the teams draft boards for a fact because I got calls and stuff from almost every team, probably except two teams. So um, I won't lie. I like to um, do. I like to be on the team where they throw the ball a lot because I can go out in the slot and stuff like that. Good, good right one good hands. My favorite thing to do is. Um, after catching the ball, running with the ball, so so it's hard to bring me down. So I I want the team that's going to throw the ball a lot. Well, hopefully I don't mind blocking. I don't mind blocking though at the same time. Well, hopefully you get on a team that that uh, that does throw a lot. That'll as long as that that's what will help you out with your career, anyways, or give you an opportunity to show your stuff is what you're looking for. Yes, um, sir. Do you have any pregame rituals? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Pregame. I pray, man. I pray, I, I pray, um, I just pray that God protect my body before I go out there, just protect me and my teammates, man, just protect me, protect me, protect my mind, protect my, just protect my whole body, and just, I just pray for a great game, man, whether we win or lose, I pray that I do my job, 111, one thing I always talk was do your 111, as long as you know you do your 111, everything else can take place on its own, I just pray every time that I make I end up making a big play or I make a play that my teams need just to keep us going, man. I just pray for a great game, just overall my health.
Are you hoping that uh, the XFL gives you an opportunity to show your skills and, and maybe give you a path to an NFL team? Um, yeah, definitely. This I want I want um I would say that's that's my that's my main goal, man. Just to just to make sure I just do my thing and I wanna be I wanna try to be um just lead the lead in either receptions, touchdown receptions, red zone scoring, um, just receiving yards, whatever, man, just to up my game, just to get to the next level, man, because I know that's most of all the athletes that's in the SFL that's going to be in the SFL. We're trying to get to the next level. So if it takes one or two years, man, the goal is one year. But if it takes two years, it takes as long as I'm playing football, man. I love the game, man. I got a big passion for it, man. So, yeah, the goal is to get to the NFL, man. It's all the process, man, just working hard. We'll be watching for you when the XFL draft uh, happens, and we'll, we hope to see you on an XFL roster come next February. And uh, if people want to follow you, yeah. they can hit you up on Twitter at 84 on the go. Is that right? Yes, sir. 84 on go, man. That's my um, one of my uh, signatures, man. That's my number, man. 84, man. I did a lot of work in 84 in college, man, and I'm um, going to probably rock the 84 in the SFL. Well, we'll be looking for number 84 then for sure. So uh, thank you for coming out today and joining the podcast. I'm sure people are going to be interested in hearing what you had to say about your uh, your future with the XFL, and and it's much appreciated for you to for you to come out. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, man. Well, that was Kalias uh, Robertson. If all goes well, he will soon be drafted into the XFL for their inaugural season. We'd like to welcome Quincy Redmond to the podcast. He is a talented defensive end who played his college ball with Fairmont State Fighting Falcons. In 2018, as an undrafted free agent, he was picked up by the Miami Dolphins. But like a lot of players, he was cut after the preseason. Now fast forward to the present, and Quincy has now been invited to the XFL draft. Welcome, Quincy. Thank you guys so much for having me, sir. So you played your whole college career uh, as a defensive end? Uh, no, actually, after high school, I walked into WVU as a tight end, and then I was there for a semester. And then after that, I just knew what I needed to do because I wanted to get on the field more. So I transferred down to Fairmont State, and then I went as a tight end there for one spring. And then the next spring, or they're coming in fall, they turned me into a DM. And that's where you are now? Yes, sir. Uh, I've read that you played football as a kid, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, but an on-field accident left you partially paralyzed. Yeah, for a whole year. That's when I, I knew my faith was big because it was a uh, just a routine, a routine tackle. I chased somebody down, but this time I, I put my head down and it hit the ground first, and I woke up and my lights were out, and I was up in a helicopter, and I just couldn't feel anything. So. Just as a kid, that was definitely scary coming from the sport I love and still play to this day. So, But by the grace of God, I know by the reason I got to walk again. So so you you fought through that and, and, and you went back on the field? Oh, yeah. A year later, I was playing baseball. The doctors were very shocked that I even had movement as fast as I did a year later and then playing the sport a year later. So it was definitely crazy. And then a, a, uh, probably... Six months after that, the football season was starting, and then I got to go back out and play. 
I see that you did overcome a great adversity to uh, to get back on the field. And I also see that your mom raised both you and your brother as a single mother, which is yeah, which is quite Girl, an achievement. Yes, sir. Just we we grew up homeless and from shelter to shelter, but she kept it together and uh definitely got back on our feet. And um and and yeah, she did an incredible job raising me and my brother. You must have a lot of uh, respect for your mom and how she raised you. Oh yeah, most definitely. Cause just she's a she's a grinder and a fighter, and I definitely that's where I get it from. Definitely get it from her. She gave just, it to you. Oh yeah, just just seeing how hard she worked her whole life definitely made me want to work too. Just a blue collar type of guy. Just just go get it like she always done. Working three to four jobs just to support us when we were kids. It just really showed me that hard work can get you anywhere in life. And now, and now you're a father too, right? Yes, sir. I just had a little baby girl, Dalia May. Is that her I hear in the background? Yo, yeah, she's running around <laughs> with me right now. <laughs> you gotta look after. Her. Yeah, I can. I can hear her. That's that's great, actually. Um, so now I understand the XFL is taking a long look at you. Yes, sir. And did someone from the league contact you, or did you work out for the XFL? Yeah. So what it was. Uh, I got a thing, an invite to the Tampa Showcase, and I got my stuff together, and I went down there on just a prayer. Uh, since I got released a year ago, I've I stayed in the gym 365 days until I came back around, until they told me that I had the shot again. And then I went down there, and I think I did well, because uh, they never gave me my numbers or nothing, but the coaches seemed pretty happy with me. Now you're invited to the draft. Yes, sir. So, and the draft is uh, you've been told now is taking place on the fifteenth and sixteenth of uh, of October, right? Oh yeah, I've, I've been waiting for those dates since <laughs> since I left Tampa that day. But they sent them to you just recently. Yes, sir. And uh, it, they also told you about how the training camps would go, or what they yeah. had planned. Yeah, I just got that. Uh, yeah, the official, the like, I completed all the stuff. And everything, um, I think it was three days ago, like a few days ago when it first came out on Thursday, I got that and, and uh, officially got it. So, yep. That must have been exciting for you to get that. Oh, my gosh. It's just, it's been uh, such a a long time of just uncertainty to finally have something right in front of you. So, it's the best feeling in the world, especially for my little girl, too. She gets to finally see her daddy actually go out on the field and play again oh, that sounds exciting <laughs> oh yeah 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 something to look forward to i understand there's like a 16-day mini camp in december mm-hmm. and then another what they call a centralized training camp in january where all the teams will be together in one training camp are you ready for this type of training camp like with all the teams have you ever been to something like that before oh uh, no never but whatever is about to come my way i know how i've been training yeah and my course, mental yeah. Like, yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely ready for the cuts to come and all that because this guy, once he puts one foot in, I'm putting both feet in. I'm not going nowhere. Exactly. That's, that's the, yeah, that's the only way my mental is. I'm not even putting what happens next because I know what's going to happen next. I'm going to be, I'm definitely going to be on the team. Well, that's a great attitude. I like that. Yes, sir. Uh, of course, that's probably yeah. That's probably the only way to be is to be that yeah. positive, right? Yes, sir. Cause just being cut when a year ago when they told me that they're gonna let me go and 
not hearing the whole thing. And I can't even watch the game of football without feeling some type of way to, so to that, a year that, later. That's hard to, That's hard when you got cut, right? That was really hard oh, on you. Oh, yeah. That was – it's like a dream uh, come true and then a nightmare all at the same time. So It's been said time and time again how unfortunate it is there's so many talented football players out there that don't get a chance to play football. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the XFL is actually providing – opportunities for and that's why i'm taking it with such a like just going at it with like just a fresh look because it's just like you guys are giving me an opportunity to continue to play the game i love so why not give it everything i got to my last drop to keep playing the game i love and you guys are giving me that so this league is going to get a player that is going to definitely be all about them and definitely going to give it his all so which team are you hoping to be selected by? I think, I, to me, I think Tampa. Just because I went down there and showed them what kind of guy I really was and what kind of player I was. But I, I honestly think I'll be going to Tampa. Will the XFL give you an opportunity to show your skills and, and give you a path to an NFL roster? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Just just the opportunity of them, just for, for, for the first off, just them putting my name in a draft class like is just going to be insane and then just to show the world what I finally got just having no film and trying to make it to the NFL is so hard and then what these guys are doing is definitely putting me in a position to show the world what I could really do in the football world so yes most definitely the XFL is definitely going to be the platform of definitely helping me get to where I need to go with my football goals so get drafted Hit the field as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. Stay healthy and and most important, and show your stuff. Yes, sir. Well, that sounds like a great plan. I wish you all the best. <laughs> yeah, thank um, you. Because we uh, we sincerely hope that we see you on an XFL roster come next February, and we'll be looking. I certainly would be looking for you on the field, Quincy. Yes, sir. I and, appreciate it, and and I'm not going to lie to you, so I'm going to be there. By the grace of God, I'm going to be there just because. Being cut and told that you're not big enough or you're too small for DN or you're – I've never been told the fast part, but, like, the strength part and too little, I'm, I got sick of hearing it. So I came home and uh, I got released. I, I went for a tryout to Canada, and I thought I did well, and they told me, you're just too way too small. Same thing the NFL said, like, dude, you're way too small for this position. Try another position. So I said, okay. So my my understanding is that you're six foot five, right? Yes, sir. And two hundred and forty pounds. So they want you to be what two eighty? I I had I had no idea what they wanted me. At. I was just <laughs> I was like, you guys, I like I thought I was big. So you what sound, I said was, thank you for the opportunity. I came home and put on fifteen pounds of just muscle. Yeah. Well, you sound big to me. Well. Maybe well, the XFL is looking for a faster game, right? Oh yeah, and that's why I definitely, definitely am so excited about that. That they're not pressuring me to put on all this weight. I could stay at two forty-five and run like a horse, still. Right, and that's 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 the way you play. Yeah, and that's exa- I play fast. My motor's high, like, and that's what separates me from everybody else in any league is my motor. Like on film from college to high school to the pros. If you watch, my my motor never stops running, and that's what just separates me from everybody. 
So who who was your role model when you were in college? Like which player would you did you have a role model? Yeah. Yeah, so definitely it was a kind of one of those things that I looked up to like Robert Quinn. Right. And then going to the Dolphins, I got to actually play with him and learn from him. So that was one of the biggest one of the coolest things like that I ever got to experience. So like was, watching somebody for so long and then I got to play with them. That was the highlight of your of your time with the Dolphins, obviously. Yeah, it was definitely just it's not it wasn't even just Rob. It was definitely just the D lineman itself. Like I had Cam Wake behind me or like to look up to Will Hayes, Charles Harris, Andre Branch, like I had a lot of vets and a lot of like these Hall of Fame guys like to like get to coach me. So definitely having and then Frank Gore was even there with the Dolphins and and I got to learn from him. So it's just like I got to learn from these Hall of Fame guys to get to where I'm going, even though it came short in my road for like for that point in time, if that makes sense, because I saw how hard they worked, how they were and it took me to see how they're going to be Hall of Famers to see what I got to do. Well, that's uh, that's a great story. Now, when you go to the XFL training camp in January, mm-hmm. and it's a big combined camp, you're liable to see some guys there that you know or that you've oh, yeah. been wanting to play with. Yes, sir. That should be exciting. Oh, most definitely. Just seeing just the guys, because the guys that are coming to the XFL and that are excited, are guys that I know are just like me that have been waiting for some time now to show what they really got and to be around guys like that work hard as you because I can't say harder because that's just that's just something but to guys that work just as hard is just going to be amazing because I know it's going to be a bunch of dogs that everybody overlooked that is going to try to get back out on that field and show what they got so it's going to be a pleasure to be around these guys and compete with them. Well, that sounds exciting. Well, Quincy, I hope you see you on an XFL roster come next February, and I'd like to thank you for coming out today. Oh, and, thank you, and, sir, so much. And joining the podcast. This was great, and it's much appreciated. Now, Quincy is on Twitter. If you want to follow him, he's at, at QuincyRedman94. Yes, sir. And you can uh, follow him on Twitter and follow his career. And if you go there, you get a special treat because you get to see a picture of his daughter. well thank you so much again sir you're welcome quincy it's wonderful talking to you well that was quincy redman if all goes well he will soon be drafted into the xfl for their inaugural season thanks again to our guests calice robertson and quincy redman i hope you enjoyed today's interviews you are welcome to come back next sunday where we will have more guests and more xfl Until next time, this was your host, Mark Nelson, and I hope you enjoyed XFL Extra, the XFLboard.com podcast.